This is Radio Sega, and you are now listening to The Sega Lounge. Join the conversation in the IRC chat room by going to radiose.ga slash IRC and on Twitter by mentioning at Radio Sega or using the hashtag the Sega Lounge. Hello, good evening, welcome to the Sega Lounge everyone, I'm KC and I'm actually alone this week, no Donnie, oh Donnie. But uh, we have a great show for you tonight. We have an interview with Sean Tag. He is uh, the guy behind Out the Outrun 86 blog. So he's a big, massive Outrun fan. And we'll be talking about his blog, his history with Sega, arcade games, and other random stuff as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, as per usual, although this is a pre-recorded show, uh, don't forget to join us in the IRC radio se.ga forward slash IRC um, if I'm around say hello if not say hello to the other guys uh, on there so it's always nice to be in the IRC uh, or tweet at Radio Sega hashtag the Sega Lounge if you want to make any comments about what's happening or if you have any comments or suggestions for the show because we are always grateful to, to receive those um, since we don't have Donnie, though, um, I'm going to do the, the, a quick rundown of the news, of the week's news. Uh, starting off with uh, data discs. Uh, the guys behind um, the, the vinyls, uh, the Streets of Rage and Shenmue vinyls, were released already uh, a few months back. But uh, they've announced that this Friday, uh, November 20th, they will release... Uh, uh, or they will uh, start sales for Super Hang-On. The Super Hang-On disc is going to be uh, on sale starting this Friday. So if you want that to add to your collection, so that's uh, disc number three, actually, of their collection, uh, it's going to go on sale this Friday. Uh, also on sale this Friday is the Sweet Surveyge and Shenmue represses because they were sold out but they'll be uh, reprinting them and uh, so if you want them if you miss them the first time so uh, the three discs will be uh, on on sale this this Friday and I was saying Super Hang On was disc number three but it's actually disc number four can't remember what, what number three was hmm, but I'm sure uh, people listening to this probably know so yeah check them out on uh, their website uh, that's uh, let's see data discs data discs.com that's their website check them out and if you want those discs try and uh, grab them before they they sell out um, yeah other than that uh, news uh, big news of the week I think uh, Sega just announced a new Valkyrie Chronicles for PlayStation 4. Uh, it's called Valkyria of Blue Revolution. Valkyrie of the Blue Revolution. Um, and alongside this new this sequel, which is, I believe, actually a prequel to the series, because it appears to be set in the past, um, alongside this, they've announced 
a, a, a remaster of the original Val Valkyrie Chronicles for the PS4 as well. So that's amazing news for um, Valkyrie Chronicles fans in Japan, though, because as per usual, this uh, <laughs> got uh, will get released in Japan. Who knows about the West? Well, seeing as uh, Valkyrie Chronicles uh, was kind of successful in the West when it got a, a, a PC release, maybe we'll get this for the PS4 as well. If not, and if you know Japanese, you can import them and play them on your PS4 because, you know, no region lock means that we can import games. Uh, we don't have a region lock, but we have a language block. Ha! <sighs> so funny, so funny. Not so much. Uh, apart from that, uh, people who are still playing Sonic Runners, uh, not me, but uh, some people are, many people I think are, um, so they, they got surprised with a, a really interesting announcement that uh, Fantasy Zone uh, was a Fantasy Zone collab with Sonic Runners um, arrived on, on the game, and so people can now get Opa Opa and uh, Opapa as well his father uh, on um, on Sonic Runners so they can um, they can unlock them uh, by playing uh, Sonic Runners uh, I think these are unlocked via the, the roulette but uh, I'm not sure I haven't played the game and I probably never will again <laughs> because I don't know the mobile games you know I play them for a while and then I get bored and tired so but if you're playing Sonic Runners it's nice to have uh, Opa Opa and Opapa and as uh, support characters on Sonic Runners finally um, there's also news on Fighting Climax Ignition the sequel to Dengeki Bunko or Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax uh, which was recently released in the West for the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita so if you haven't picked that up yet why not but um, Sega released um, a new video uh, regarding uh, Fighting Climax Ignition uh, which is coming out in Japan on December 17th so new characters new stages um, that uh, were announced and uh, a new stream uh, is gonna be coming uh, to, to Japan they will be announcing more uh, more stuff for, for this new game so if you're a fan of this one uh, or if you're curious about this whole series the Fighting Climax series be sure to check it out and as per usual these news came courtesy of our friends at SegaNerds.com so check them out uh, check out the news section for more news and for more details on the news we covered on this week's show that being said these are the news of the week um, you know not much else is happening uh, but uh, we have an interesting interview with Shontek coming right up before we do that I'm gonna leave you with an amazing live performance by Andre Duracell or is it Andre Duracell? not sure but he's, if he's French if he's I don't know uh, but he's called Duracell like the batteries so he lasts for a long time and I somehow made this sound dirty. Uh, but uh, other than that, he does a, an amazing live performance of the Space Harrier theme, which you're going to play right now on the Sega Lounge. Uh, if you're curious about this, I'm going to share the link 
uh, to the YouTube video where you can see the actual live performance and it's amazing. So enjoy Space Harrier by Andre Duracell. Andre Duracell, I don't know. And when we get back, we have an interview with Shantag from the Outrun blog.
Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Alright everyone, welcome back to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. And uh, we just heard a tune. We had uh, André Duracell. I think he's French. I'm not sure. Uh, I think my guest will probably be able to let me know that. But uh, he was playing the Space Harrier theme uh, live and it was amazing. So that was the first song we played on tonight's show. And now it's my honor and the pleasure to welcome Shantag. Hello. Welcome to the Sega Lounge. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, David. Hello. Also known as Texter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's it's been a long time since we we caught up with each other on Radio Sega because uh, you were part of a series of uh, of articles I, I wrote for Radio Sega a long time ago called the Sega Fans Chronicles, and um, and you know we 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 actually I was checking and uh, your interview went live on the 12th of July 2012. So over three years ago. That's when we. We first spoke to each other, <laughs> actually. Time flies, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I thought it was like one or two years ago, but yeah. The second, was it the second episode, something like that. I think wasn't. Yeah, it? chapter two. That's, yeah, that's, that's right, what it yeah. was called. So, Seems so awesome. like yesterday. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we have lots of catching up to do. Um, yeah, And so, you know, uh, people that want to, to read this, you can uh, find this on the, the features section of the website. Uh, actually, not on the news section of the website. Or you can just uh, Google Radio Sega Texta or Sega Friends Chronicles Texta, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And... Um, And you'll find you'll find uh, the the whole interview. It's quite entertaining, actually, if I uh, can say so myself. But uh, but yeah, um, Sean. So you run a, an Outrun blog. So obviously, you're not uh, that big of a fan of Outrun, right? <laughs> and you, you don't yeah, care much about Yu Suzuki either, right? That's right. Yeah, v very big fan of all of the Yu <laughs> Suzuki games. Pretty much all of them. <laughs> Uh, Outrun's definitely my, my favorite game probably of all time I would say and I just was pretty fascinated by everything Outrun and I just wanted to put it all together and, and kind of put it all into one place so yeah, yeah. over six months I just gathered so much information on Outrun and tried to categorize it under some index and uh, that's really how the Outrun 86 blog started. Awesome. So you, I, I've asked, I asked you this three years ago, but um, you know some people probably didn't read the, the interview. So when did your love for Sega start, or uh, video games as a whole? By the way. Hmm. Okay. So probably my f my first video game system was uh, Commodore 64. So the nice. uh, yeah Commodore 64. Uh, so it'd be. Yeah, early 80s, I think, would be when I first started. I was probably introduced to uh, the Ataris, the old Atari 2600s. Some friends and probably, I think, my uncle uh, had one. So, uh, yeah, so I spent a fair bit of time playing Space Invaders and things like that. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, my first machine was a, was a Commodore 64, then I had an Amiga. Um, and that's when I started to get into consoles, so the Mega Drive came out and some of the games like Golden Axe 
on the Mega Drive just blew away the Amiga version and and that was it everything got sold and uh, and I started to get into the Mega Drive. <laughs> Yeah. So, what would you say was uh, which would would you say was your first Mega Drive game? Can you remember? First Mega Drive game, wow! So it's probably oh, wow. It's a hard question. Actually. <laughs> I, I I actually um, had a Japanese. I, I've had two Japanese Mega Drives. So I, I started off with a Japanese Mega Drive. Um, I think my first game was the Super Shinobi. Oh, nice! Yeah, the Revenge of Shinobi. Mm -hmm. I would imagine. Yeah, in, in Europe, I think it was called. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so the Super Shinobi, and that was brilliant. That just blew, blew my mind. That and Golden Axe were probably two of the first first games that I had on it. And it, it had an amazing soundtrack also by Yuzu Koshiro. Yeah. So. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Really good. That's one of the big things that I remember about Mega Drive was, was the music as well. Mm -hmm. As good as the graphics, if not better in some cases. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, the, and I think the Japanese version had a few differences to the European one. They made a few changes to it because of licensing and, uh, and copyright and whatever. So I don't know if any of the fans know, but uh, it's probably well talked about now. But uh, there was a few characters like uh, in the Japanese one that would look one guy looked like Rambo, and then another guy looked like Spider Man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and in the poor old European uh, and the dinosaur. Obviously, we had we had the. Um, Uh, Godzilla, yeah, is one of the bosses, but the UK or the version that uh, came out in the UK was just a dinosaur bone bones uh, monster. Yeah, so there's a few changes uh, on there, but I always loved having the Japanese versions because it just had that little bit of little bit of difference. Uh, They always get the best stuff. Yeah, and the artwork. I'm a big fan of art, and um, so the artwork and the boxes and the instruction manuals. Uh, were always very appealing to me so awesome yeah so that's how you started so after all that or all those games you you became a Sega fan when did you yes, first play yeah. Outrun by the way so I, I think I played Outrun probably the year it was released yeah in in uh, 86 um, yeah probably on a holiday in the UK Um, played the deluxe version, yeah, the the standard sit down and, and the mini and the upright. So I've pretty much played all of the, the European uh, versions of Art Run in the arcades. Most of the arcades on the seafronts of uh, the UK would have had a deluxe and a, and, a, and a mini or something like that there. So that's where I remember 50 pence was the yeah uh, was the game <laughs> rate for a, a game on Art Run back in the eight, earlier in the mid 80s. So. Uh, I just loved Aaron because I was a big Ferrari fan. Um, oh. I love the seaside, I love palm trees, I love the sun. It just had a bit of everything that everything that I enjoy really and like. So the music was just cool. It just felt really cool to play that game as a kid. You, I couldn't drive back then, so uh, yeah, it was just crazy to tear up the road in, the, in your Ferrari with your your hot blonde girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, every guy's dream. Right there in the video game. Yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> in the Tesla yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Classic. it's funny. I, you know, I remember it must have been back when the Commodore 64 was out, when uh, the arcade version of Outrun was out, because Outrun came out on the C64 and um, the Spectrum and uh, the Amstrad and things like that. That that Christmas, I think, of '86. Um, or eight, maybe 87 
<laughs> I was so, so gutted really that it just <laughs> didn't, not only did it not really look like it, we didn't feel like it, which you know, pretty much high hopes. But um, but uh, yeah, you got a cassette, you got a cassette tape with it. I remember that uh, we used to pl- I used to have that playing in the other room of the house on the cassette deck while I was playing it on the Commodore 64, just <laughs> dreaming I was actually playing the arcade machines. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, that's awesome, yeah. So, so yeah, um, you, 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 you then went on to, to create the, the Outrun 86 blog. When did that happen, by the way? Uh, I think it was three years ago. Yeah, around three years ago now. Um, Yeah, you know, I probably did spend about six months just grabbing everything I could or trying to get things from all different countries as well, you know, doing Google searches across different countries in different languages just to try and pick anything that I could find uh, that was different. And, and, you know, even, um, you know, finding some of the Japanese machines and and even Australia and Japan both had very different versions Mm -hmm. to what we would have had in Europe, which I was really surprised about. Uh, so yeah, if you ever want to have a look at some of the, you know, peop- most sites will tell you there's probably three, three or f- uh, four, yeah, arcade different arcade cabinets for Outrun. But yeah, I think I've found six or seven uh, oh. different ones overall over over the world. So yeah, the, there's a beautiful Japanese machine that's very rare. There's only a few of them that that, that seem to be knocking around, and um, there's a very strange Australian version out there which is. Not the prettiest one in the world, but uh, but again, it's a little bit different. Um, so yeah, I've yeah, and us, we might talk about it in a little while. But I actually picked one up myself uh, on Outrun's birthday. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. going to ask you about that because yeah, it it's a little bit bizarre. Yeah, a little bit bizarre. I actually got it on Outrun's 29th birthday. It wasn't planned at all, right? Not planned, not planned at all. No, it just happened to be. It came up the week before. We made an arrangement, and it wasn't until I picked it up on that day that I went on Facebook or on some social media site that I saw it was Aaron's birthday on that day. I was like, "This is just, this is kind of crazy that it happened like that." But, uh, but yeah, I've had probably three opportunities to buy an Aaron arcade machine over the years, and never really had the money at the time to do it. But. Um, But yeah, it just fell into place this time. So a lot, a lot to do with it. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, yeah. Hopefully, two, two. I think I'll give myself two years to understand the machine and uh, and, and work on it, and get the parts that I need. So yeah, hopefully through, through my blog, that'll be you know somewhere in the future that I'll start to do updates on it, and people can see what the Australian stand-up versions like and I'll, I'll explain the differences between the Australian one and the the European one awesome yeah so uh, yeah, for, for people for people listening to us if you go to the to the main page so outrun86.wordpress.com uh, the first article there uh, article there is the um, has a picture of the the cabinet and uh, yes, yeah. you know it's it's it, 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 we can see that there's still lots of work to be done but it's <laughs> it's it's amazing that you can you can be able to actually uh, put some work into this and if anyone can do this I think it's you judging by all the yeah. content you have on on your website on your blog you know <laughs> there's plenty yeah. of references exactly sure. yeah. exactly yeah, 
Um, yeah, so it needs quite a bit of work. It, this has actually come from a different state to where I picked it up from. So somebody picked it up on one of their journeys of picking up uh, cabinets to, to work on and, and outrun for them just seemed like it was too big of a job. So I got it for a good price and the woodwork on it is brilliant. Um, but we've found quite a few differences. The, the monitor inside it is, is too big. It's, they've replaced it with a bigger monitor. <laughs> and so the surrounding bezel that would be on a normal outrun is no longer with it, which is a shame. So I've got to source one of those. And yeah, a few other bits. The, the board is with somebody else at the moment to see if they can repair it. I've got two boards for it and neither of them work. But <laughs> um, so it's hopefully going to repair that for me. So there's a lot going on with it in the background. And, uh, yeah, so in the next few years, no one eats in your house because you know, it all goes so to the machine. There's no money for food and drinks and clothes in the next two years because it all goes towards the machine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right, kids. We're all on rations for a little while. <laughs> it's the number one priority in my life. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Sorry. I want to eat. Sorry, kids. Outrun comes first. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. That, that's that's actually something I, I look forward to to watching on your on your blog and yeah, getting to know how to how you're gonna do this because it's it sounds like an interesting project. Um, yeah, my, I'm I'm quite good at artwork and, and craft and you know woodwork and things like that. But electronics is something that I have no idea about and learning about how Sega build arcade machines and, and things like that is. Uh, It's new. It's new to me, so it's going to take a while to, to grasp, get a good basic understanding of what's what. And uh, yeah, I'm cu currently just cleaning up the the motor that, that shakes the steering wheel when you crash. So that's where <laughs> I am at the moment with it, trying to work out how to get that working. So. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> it's actually it's it's quite zen. So yeah, you know, something to to just chill after work or something. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. that's right. Yeah, I hope to do a fair bit over the Christmas over my Christmas break. Um, but I think I think a year to two years might be what I'm looking at with with a wife and two children. That, that's probably a fair goal. I think to to try and do it. I've uh, yeah, it's my second arcade machine. I've got a, um, a little a glass tabletop 1982 uh, Pac Man as well. Oh. From, from the UK and that took me five years so <laughs> <laughs> I can do outrunning too uh, but I did I did have two children and moved to the other side of the world during during the restoration so uh, and it came along with me to the other side of the world so so five years it seems a long time but uh, <laughs> yeah makes sense though I don't know if the outrun 86 visitors will, will last that long five years waiting to see it get completed <laughs> 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 Maybe who knows? Who knows? Maybe you need to. You just need to post an update every day. Like, <laughs> yeah. sorry guys, nothing new today. <laughs> See you tomorrow, <laughs> and then you'll just do that every day Children for the next five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. one one thing that um, that uh, you you were just saying, you have another arcade cabinet. So you're a big arcade fan in general, not just Sega, not just Outrun. You're a big yeah, arcade fan. Yeah, I would in say general. that um, 
you know, I was into the, into the Mega Drive, into the Mega CD, and, and uh, Sega. I've, I've had a lot of Sega machines over the years, but I've always chased the the dream of having an arcade perfect game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I suppose having the arcade machine is 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 the ultimate dream to get to get that. Um, so yes, yeah, so I, I am an arcade fan. Um, I love Sega probably more than anything else. Uh, but I do like a lot of other games. I like a lot of the pre you know pre eighty six uh, games as well, or the classics. Like, in fact, I just won a competition um, in Melbourne, uh, which was a bit of a surprise to me. There was a, a Donkey Kong. A competition on at uh, the Penny Arcade Expo in Melbourne, and um, yeah, I actually won Donkey Co- the all day Donkey Kong competition. So that's a bit of a surprise. I took my little boy with me, and uh, he watched he watched Dad Dad play, and uh, I beat the high score by a thousand points. That's all. Oh, I remember by. seeing that on on Twitter. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Someone I, I follow a fair bit said that. And, uh, yeah. So congratulations, yeah. congratulations! Yeah, that was nice. It's probably my first competitive uh, gaming award. I got a, got a nice medal with it and, and things like that. So nice. quite happy, yeah, quite happy yeah. with it. You, you do understand we don't know what Donkey Donkey Kong is, you know, this radio <laughs> Sega and all. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's n- right. nonetheless, yeah. It's, it's the uh, nevertheless, it's congrats. Nineties competitive competitive. <laughs> 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 our, yeah. our arch enemy in the nineties battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that—that's actually quite nice. I was always Sega, by the way, back in the nineties. Yeah, that's right. And now you betray <laughs> us. Why? <laughs> why, Sean? Why? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I remember that those console wars, uh, like 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 yesterday, because I, I remember going to school and being. I think the only person in school that had a, a Mega Drive, actually, at right, some point. Okay. But then, then everyone caught up, and because uh, Sega was big here, bigger than Nintendo at some point. Mm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think the Mega Drive really, um, yeah, really got a lot of ground for Sega, didn't it? And, uh, yeah, yeah. And this was it. Was it a especially in Europe, uh, in Brazil? Yeah, yep. Yeah. So this has come out a little bit later on, didn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Good times, good times. I never got a, a SNES, but but yeah, oh, right. yeah. I was always uh, the first Nintendo console I got was the Game Boy Advance, actually. Yeah, that was good. Was that what? Was that the little flip one, or was it the the the? I I got the the the, the regular one, the, the you know the blocky one, the blue one yeah. actually. The, but then I, I got the I think the, the SP was it? Game, That's Game right, Boy Advance SP, the one that the little square flip. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get got that yeah. later on. But I love uh, the Sega Arcade Gallery on that. Actually, that was brilliant. I yeah, n- my my fondest. I, I'm not sure if fondest is the, the correct word, but I, I have a memory of playing a Sega Smash Pack on on the the, the Game Boy Advance. Right, okay. it, was so, it was so bad, especially especially Echo the Dolphin because uh, the whole game, throughout the whole game, you know, Echo the Dolphin is not a, an easy game. Not everyone enjoys Echo the Dolphin, but um, I actually love it, and the soundtrack is really nice. But the the Sega Smash Pack uh, uh, version in, uh, for the for the, the Game Boy Advance had only one song, 
playing throughout the entire game. So every single stage had one song. The, it, it, it's a very short song, the time travel song. It's like, I don't know, 30 seconds long, and it looped and looped over and over again. So that's my fondest memory of... Again, not sure if fondest is the best way of describing it. In your brain, that one, I think, yeah? Yeah. To this day, I remember playing through, through Echo the Dolphin with the time travel song playing over and over again. <laughs> Nightmares. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah, I did like the game, the um, the Sega arcade gallery, because mm -hmm. I had Hang On, Space Area, Outrun. Awesome. There, didn't it? Maybe something else as well. But, uh, Afterburner, yeah, was, perhaps? Afterburner, wasn't it? Yeah, That's right, yeah. I think that was, it was a pretty nice little cartridge, and um, and they weren't, they weren't perfect, but they certainly were pretty, pretty good for the time. And it, to have it in your little pocket, it was yeah. quite nice to... It's fun that, that Sega released, actually released several uh, Game Boy Advance versions of, of their games. Uh, even Dreamcast games, they, they had Jet Set Radio, not sure if you played that, I had that. Yeah, I had it on the Dreamcast. Yeah, but they released a Game Boy Advance version of that. Right. Uh, Space Channel 5. They released it for the Game Boy Advance as well. Uh, Sega Rally Championship, or I think, I think the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think there were a few more, but uh, some weird choices there for Game Boy Advance games. I I had Jet Set Radio. It, yeah. <laughs> Didn't really work that well. <laughs> it was a bit strange. But yeah, uh, yeah. the Dreamcast one was great. Exactly. It's very, very. Uh, it's a very unique game at the time, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Self-shaded uh, look to it. Yeah. So it was a hip, hip game for Sega. Yeah, amazing game, amazing soundtrack as well by Hideki mm -hmm. Naganuma. Yeah, very. Yeah. So, so yeah. Apart from from that, uh, one thing I wanted to to ask you, by the way. Uh, because you, you you mentioned this quite quite often on the the blog, sometimes you you find some kind of Outrun clones or games inspired by Outrun, like uh, for example Horizon Chase. You mentioned this uh, on the blog, which is an iOS game. Uh, at least iOS. I'm not sure if there's an Android yes. version somewhere. But yeah, I think it's coming out on the play. It's actually coming out on the console now. I think it's coming out on the PlayStation 4 as well. Oh, really? Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I think they've had a real success with that game. Oh, nice, nice. I, just, I just actually stumbled across that game one day. I hadn't played any apps on my iPhone for a long while. And um, and I just happened to... I haven't been on the App Store for probably six, six months or more. <laughs> and I just happened to go on the App Store and saw... A car that looked like Ferrari with a nice horizon on the icon, and kind of clicked on it with interest, and it mentioned Outrun, Virtua Racing, and things like that were inspirations for the developers. So I was mm -hmm. kind of like, I don't tend to buy that many games on it, but five dollars or whatever it was, I thought for this I'm going to give it a go. So and yeah, it was really uh, really enjoyable actually. Yeah, kept me kept me going on it for quite a while. Awesome. So my, my question is, um, do you feel like th there would be room for a new Outrun game with all these Outrun clones coming out? There are a few, I think a couple of, of uh, projects that got kickstarted not long ago. Um, I think this year actually, uh, games that were inspired by Outrun. 
and uh, it was mm. successfully funded through Kickstarter. Yeah, it was um, the eighties eighties arcade race. So that was one, wasn't it? One of that's them. One I don't think I know that one, but I, I know one that's Drift Stage. Uh, I think that's oh, okay. that's one that's coming out sometime, and uh, there was another one. By the way, let's see if I if I have it here because uh, hmm, I had another one here. I I power drive two thousand, right, which, okay. which I actually right, backed. I actually backed this one, uh, oh, okay. and it's it's an, uh, a nice looking one. But uh, I, my my question is: Do you think there's there would be room in this day and age for uh, a new outrun, a new entry in the outrun series? sequel yeah or yeah, a remake uh, remakes are, are are like you know everyone's doing remakes now so maybe a remake yeah, sure, yeah. well um yeah look, I, I think I think Outrun 2 was actually a pretty good game um it was a pretty good um update to Outrun probably one of the best ones uh, Turbo Outrun was, was okay I quite enjoyed it uh, but Outrun 2 was was um was pretty impressive, and uh, I loved I loved playing that in the arcade. Um, I don't know, yeah. I think technology has moved on enough, and probably it's it's probably a ten year old game now, maybe out on two or eight at least, I would say. So yeah, I think there's room for an, a new Sega outrun. I think it'd be nice maybe to um, to use the latest technology to, to do it again. So they did a great job with it, of out on two. I thought they captured that very well, and. Um, I was quite lucky actually. I went to Japan with uh, the company that I worked for um, back in 2010, I think it was. And I think I, I think Outrun Two might have only just been out a little while. And um, the hotel that I stayed at was actually attached to uh, Sega Arcade. <laughs> oh. how, how lucky was I? Totally. Oh. <laughs> But um, yeah, I spent two weeks in Japan at a hotel that also had a Sega arcade on it. So uh, an Outrun 2 had literally not been out long. There was a big four-player uh, Outrun, Outrun 2 there. And yeah, I spent all of my allowance on it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some very strange games there uh, that Sega had in there. There's a... Uh, you know, if anybody follows Japanese games, you probably know that there's a few oddball ones out there. But one of the most, uh, one of the funniest ones that I saw was um, it was like a, you actually stood on a treadmill and picked up this like uh, lead, and it was you took a dog for a walk. <laughs> you know, you've got to give it a go once to experience it, I suppose. But um, yeah, that was quite interesting. But, uh, but they also had F Zero. AX there yeah, as well, which was awesome. like Nintendo and Sega uh, joint venture, which was mm-hmm. that was a pretty cool uh, deluxe cabinet that moved around and Ooh, you know threw nice. you about a little bit, and that was taking me back a bit to the you know the cabinets of the eighties that they did, where it was really it really I think it was based on the um, Afterburner Climax cabinet, mm-hmm. um, but that was good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Amazing, yeah. So, uh, what what, um, what systems do you think, if if a new Outrun comes out eventually, what systems should it be released on? Consoles, yeah, PC, mobile yeah, games. I think, 
Waffles. I'm trying to feel it will come out on the PlayStation 4 if it was ever to come out in the next five years. Uh, unfortunately, I've got an Xbox One, <laughs> and I've seen Shenmue's coming out on the on the, on the PlayStation 4, which yeah. feels a little bit like I'm back the wrong horse. Yeah, uh, which is a shame, but uh, that's going to kick me if I start to see old 80s arcades in Shenmue 3. I'm going to be uh, <laughs> I'm going to sell the Xbox One and buy the PlayStation 4. I think. <laughs> yeah, I got I got me a PlayStation 4 just because of that. Not just because of that, but uh, that that was a, that influenced my decision. You know, sure it did. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's a uh, it's it's a little bit gutting. I, I, I can cope with me buying another console, but um, we'll see see what happens. You know, Shenmue 3 only comes out in like 2017, so you have a couple of years. Oh got a lot of time to work on it then. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> convince her. Um, actually, uh, by the way, Outrun 2 was released uh, in 2003. So 12 years ago. Great. Yeah, mm. 12 years ago on the, on the arcades. Uh, Xbox yeah. version 2004 and then a PlayStation 2 version in Japan 2007. Uh, okay, and there was there was out from 2006 coast to coast as well. But... Yeah, it was 2006 when I was actually out there. That's, that was right, 2006. Yeah. So time really flies because you know, it does. It's, it's it been it's been 12 years since the arcade version of Outrun 2. Wow. I've never played that deluxe version with the four um, the four cars. Yeah. I've never seen one of those around, which is a shame. I'd like to. To give that a try sometime. I don't know if you've seen that one at all with the nope. Ford. It's got the the Dino, the back end of the Dino, the Ferrari F40. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, nope. Yeah, a few others on there. Mm. That actually uh, uh, brings up a good question: Is the arcade scene uh, big in Australia or not that much? No, uh, there's actually a franchise in Australia called Time Zone. And, and they seem to do really well. Actually, they're in every shopping, every big shopping centre. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of um, redemption machines and things like that in there these days. But um, but you can find, you know, Virtua Tennis, um, uh, Let's Go Safari, and, um, and things like the. Um, one of some of those House of the Deads and yeah, some of those kind of games uh, um, Virtual Cop 3 I've seen in there a few weeks ago so there's a few games yeah that are, are still out there mm-hmm. a few pinball machines they seem to do okay time zone they seem to be able to keep uh, keep the profits going to keep them alive and get the latest games like Transformers is in there and, oh, stuff, nice. and uh, the new Batman game so so yeah, they seem to do pretty well. Before I got to Australia, I heard that the R360 was in time zones over here, mm. you know, not that many years ago, uh, as well, and things like that. So that's the classic. Have you ever played that? I haven't. You know, my, uh, my history with arcade games is a bit a bit sad because um, I, as a kid, I never got into arcade games that much. Uh, I was always a console gamer. Uh, then, as I grew up, uh, I actually started getting uh, interested in, in arcade games with Daytona and uh, you know Sega Rally, Virtual Tennis. But uh, we had a place uh, near my house uh, and near where I where I went to school that had all these arcade machines. Uh, 
uh, when I started getting interested in them, it closed down. And then I I ha- can't find. Uh, I think I, I've seen like two places with arcade machines in Portugal in the, the past cu- couple of years or five years, perhaps. Nothing more than that. I know of a place that sometimes I. It's not really that they're nearby. I need to drive like for uh, two hours or so, uh, such for for to get there. But uh, I know there's a place that has um, Outrun 2 actually. Uh, not the deluxe version, but uh, the regular one. Uh, I think Daytona USA and I think Scud Race as well. Because I've played, I think that, that that was the first place, the first time I've ever uh, played a, a game of Scud Race was there. But it's not that nearby, so it's it's kind of hard for me to to go there that, that often. And I, uh, actually, last week I've seen um, a, a Scud Race cabinet in the strangest place ever, like in the middle of a, a shopping mall. Uh, it was a bit, a bit. Uh, no, no one was paying attention to it, and I was like, oh, "Scud race!" I, I had no time. I was, I was in a hurry. I was just passing by, and ah, I wanted to to play this so much, but um, but but no one seemed to be paying attention to it. So I, I, I wonder how it survived over there, because it's kind of a strange place to uh, to be to have a, an arcade machine like, like in in the middle of that of that shopping mall. So it's yeah. a, bit, a bit weird with people Not passing so many by. People, the kids will probably jump into it and yeah. want to go. Yeah, but it's 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 kind of hard. I, I, there are lots of uh, amazing uh, arcade classics that I wanted to play, experience in the arcade, and I can't now because all the arcade uh, rooms have, have closed down in, in Portugal. Yeah, it's almost all of them. Yeah. I, I played the R three sixty probably two or three times. I think. Um, would have been, you know, probably 13, 14 maybe back then when when perhaps I had a go on it. Oh, would have maybe a little bit older, I don't know. But um, yeah, I think it was about a pound, one pound a go in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was quite an experience to uh, to try and concentrate on the game. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's moving. Ah. Yeah, first try it, trying to concentrate on the screen, the experience of the movement is all you focus on to start with but when you look and start looking at the screen and trying to concentrate on playing the game the, <laughs> yeah the motion of it kind of goes away and uh, before you know it you're, you're upside down and you <laughs> shoot things and it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, uh, but no it's a very good experience and they've just, just uh, I don't know if you've seen or not but in Japan right now the Transformers game has been developed into R360 units oh yeah, so uh, so that's hopefully that's going to be coming out, you know, in, in other countries, and they use the same technology, and uh, instead of them being white and blue, they're yellow and black, and um, yeah, there's two or three of them. Um, yeah, if you have a look in Japan right now, they're they're, uh, they're running those uh, same R360 units mm-hmm. uh, with transformers in them, so that so you awesome. might get to experience it after all. Yeah. Well, one thing that I find interesting is that I, I get all these emails from uh, Sega Amusements. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, advertising all these new uh, arcade games and everything, and I I, I find it interesting because I I, I didn't think in the West. Uh, there were that many um, places with arcade games, arcade machines. But apparently, if they're sending uh, these emails, it's because they actually can can sell them, can 
uh, or rent them or whatever to, to, to people who have spaces with arcade machines I don't know so yeah, yeah. There, there are. I, I don't think. Uh, uh, I think in the UK. I went to the UK in uh, 2013. I think for Summer of Sonic, and I've seen uh, quite a few spaces with uh, arcade machines. But other than that, um, I think I saw one in an amusement park in, in Spain a couple of years ago as well. Apart from that, haven't seen many arcade rooms or. Um, places yeah, there used to be a brilliant one in London. Um, I, I, I took a trip down there with a few friends a couple of times, and there was a, 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 a Sega World in in London mm-hmm. in the Trocadero Centre. Yeah. That was around six or seven floors of, of arcade machines <laughs> and, and, and entertainment. It was an amazing place. I'm a little bit gutted actually because I did have. A, a card from there with Sonic on the front of it and it said, said Sega World Trocadero on it and I no longer I must have had it on my pin board for 10 years or more and moving house and moving country and whatever it's it's unfortunately gone now which is a real shame because uh, Trocadero is unfortunately no longer with us in, in London but um, but that was a pretty cool place yeah to, to, to uh, play Sega games yeah. pretty much anything it was big scale that you wouldn't get in a standard arcade would, would, was in there you know the eight player Daytonas and the big virtual racing machines and they, they had the lot there it was, it was a mm-hmm. very cool place yeah there's a, a place in, in Dubai I think uh, Sega something can't remember the name mm. actually but it's an amusement park and it, and it has all the, the arcade machines as well yeah, but, uh, yeah. Is it Sega World? Worth. No, Sega. I actually follow them on Twitter, but I can't find them. It's no, Sega. Okay. Sega Republic. Yeah, Sega Republic. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dubai know how to do things. Do, do things well. So <laughs> I, w- I would lie there. It's very humid there. I was. I was only. I flew through there and, and stopped there for a few hours um, on the way to England um, in June. And uh, yeah, it was so humid. <laughs> it was like 40 degrees and uh, very humid uh, day. And uh, yeah, somewhere that I should uh, try and visit. Sure, we'll go to the arcade there. I actually have family there and they've invited me to, to come over, but I, I never got any interest in, 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 never, any interest in going to Dubai. But then I saw a Second Republic. Hmm, okay. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> Uh, and it's, it says on, on Twitter that it's... So, sorry, sorry? So maybe I've got another reason to go as well. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and, and family, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. family. Yeah. Uh, but it says it, it's the Dubai Mall, level 2, so, you know, I, I'm going to bring this along. And, okay, so can you take me to the Dubai Mall, uh, level 2? Because <laughs> it's where Second Republic is. But yeah, maybe one day. I, I'd rather go to Japan and visit uh, Club Sega. But, yes, yeah, yeah. Is, that, that's in Tokyo. is that in Tokyo? I think there are several ones, yeah. but yeah, uh, in, in several districts of, 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 only, of Tokyo. I've only really visited those places on Virtual Fighter 5. <laughs> <laughs> on the quest mode, I think it was, yeah, you battle people from different Sega arcades. And, uh, yeah, have, you played, have you played uh, Yakuza? the Yakuza games I haven't actually no no. But they're, 
I saw that there was an Outrun, there was an arcade with a deluxe Outrun in Yakuza, I, so... I think Yakuza yeah. 5, which is coming out, I think it's coming out in Australia soon as well, because it's coming out right. over here, so localized. Uh, I think... Sorry? It's <laughs> not coming out on the Xbox, so I don't think, is it? Oh, yeah, PlayStation 3, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, my friend, yeah. But but they they actually have I think th this one this this game has uh, Virtual Fighter 2 I think uh, online multiplayer as well I think so but it, but it has Club Sega several Club Sega um, shops or spaces or whatever you call them um, and I I've recently uh, purchased a, a game on the PlayStation Store as well sorry uh, called um, Akiba's Trip. Uh, undead and undressed, which is about uh, a, a guy that runs through Akihabara, the Akihabara district in Tokyo, and it's a faithful recreation of the, the district. And it also has Club Sega there, so you can't you can't actually enter the, the, the place, but you can see it. And in the, the intro video of the of the game, you can see Club Sega. The title screen shows Club Sega, so yeah. apparently yeah. the guy who did the game is a big Sega fan and asked them for permission. Well, to, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah it's really good. I was hoping to go to Tokyo into the Akihabara, I think it's called, isn't it? Yeah, Akihabara. Uh, yeah, but um, I've got a kind of plan to do that on on the second weekend of being out in Japan, and I got the bullet train to one of the. I think the third biggest city, Nagoya, and hoping that the following week I go to Tokyo. And uh, my trip got got cut short, and I had to go back to the UK. So I missed the missed an opportunity to see the hustle and bustle of uh, of Tokyo. Unfortunately, but maybe one day, one day we'll get together. Yeah, you're you're not that far away, so maybe. no, Australia is not too far. Yeah, an hours or something like that, maybe to to Japan. So. Hopefully yeah. one day the kids will probably starve because they wouldn't want to eat anything in Japan apart from <laughs> McDonald's fries. Maybe we might get that in a push. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure about the food either, but yeah, but I I think I, I'd manage. I think I would. <laughs> So you wouldn't have you left to buy food anyway. You'd spend it in the arcades. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I would go. To, uh, my, my wife would be like, "Oh, can we go eat now?" Uh, oh, sorry, dear. <laughs> Money's all gone. <laughs> Retro Mega Drive games that were rare and never came out in Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't give me any ideas, any more ideas, because you know, I I might do that one day, one day. Yeah, I would love to go to Japan, actually. Mm. But uh, enough about me, enough about me. Uh, I, th I think we've been talking for, for quite a while now, so I think we'll just yeah, sure. take a, a quick music break. Uh, we yeah, have sure. a surprise for you. Uh, okay. Yes, which, which may not be a good thing, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> so so we'll play, we'll play one, one track, well, two tracks, actually. We'll, we're going to play two tracks that you've requested. Uh, we're going to play Outrider Crisis from Super Hang On, a tune, and then Camino a Mi Amor from 3D Outrun, also a Radio Sega fan favorite. Um, and when we get back, we have a surprise for you, so, you know. Okay. And guys, right. you guys that are listening to us, stay tuned for a surprise that you all, I think, 
all of you know what it is, but he doesn't, so what's going to happen? Stay tuned, this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega.
every week a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega.
Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We just played Camino a Mi Amor from 3D Outrun. Um, why is it it's, uh, the title in, in Spanish? I'm not sure, but it's Road to My Love. Probably, probably. That, that's why I always say it like this Camino a Mi Amor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Road to My Love. That's actually what the title uh, says. Yeah. It's, it's, but it, but it's, it's, it sounds sexier in, in Spanish. It's quite faithful, isn't it? It's yeah. quite faithful to the, uh, the instruments of the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo both new tracks are... I was kind of uh, thinking to myself that um, I wouldn't like those tracks just because I'm such a purist of the originals, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But uh, they, uh, I really actually enjoyed them straight away. I was, I was quite surprised. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same right. here, same here. Yeah, and, uh, it, I think uh, people listening to Radio Sega also enjoy them, because, especially Camino Amimor, because it's it gets requested quite a lot and played on live shows as well. So, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Right, so um, we'll we'll ask you a few more questions, but before that, it's time to talk about our surprise. Ooh. <laughs> So, yeah. So, Sean, we have we have a, a surprise for every guest of our show called the Segment Challenge. Now you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> okay. what, what is the Sega Lounge Challenge, so you ask? Um, it can be anything. We can yeah. play some in-reverse music and ask you to identify the, the, the track. Yeah. Or we can um, have you sing something. <laughs> but maybe <laughs> but don't be scared because we're, we're not going to do any of those things we're going to play a little game of Sega Jeopardy <laughs> so I, I assume you're familiar with Jeopardy uh, to be honest I can't recall what Jeopardy is okay so, game, so Jeopardy is that game that uh, uh, I give you the answers and you have to give me the, the, the questions right okay so if I said um so I said, this classic driving game is praised for its gameplay, graphics, and upbeat songs like Magical Sound Shower. <laughs> You'd say, what is Outrun? <laughs> right? So, right, yeah. the answer is always a question. So, um, let's, I, I, I think we'll, we'll go with, um, with five answers, five correct answers. That's what you need to beat this okay. game. Right? <laughs> so, I'm going to give you a few categories. You'll pick one, and we'll try it. So let's go first with the Sega characters, Sega arcade games, Sega developing teams, or Mega Drive games. Oh, I'd like to think I know my Mega Drive games and my arcade games, because I had a fair few of, uh, probably had 40 Mega Drive games, 40, 50, so. But my love at the moment is for arcades, so. I'll go. I'll go arcades. It's probably okay. going to be a bit tougher, but we'll go arcades. We we can we can do another category uh, afterwards. Okay. Let's start with, right. with arcades, though. Why not? <clears throat> In this game, 
which was released in 2000, you had to transport cargo from New York to San Francisco. <laughs> this is an arcade game, yeah? This is an arcade game, yeah. Okay, alright, so I think, okay. Was this also a Dreamcast game? It was also a Dreamcast game, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what were the locations uh, or the or the travel that you were doing, eighteen wheeler? <laughs> <laughs> so any good? <laughs> so yeah, that's correct. That's correct. So uh, eighteen wheeler, American pro trucker. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a hard one. Great game, Dreamcast. Actually, I love that. Yeah, I've played the, the arcade version. Actually, one of the few arcade games I I got to play. Uh, yeah, but it, it was a, a, a standing up cabinet, so but it had a, a steering wheel. Yeah, uh, but in our in our city arcade, actually, they've got that eighteen wheeler, and um, yeah, it's probably a deluxe, and it's got a huge <laughs> <laughs> steering wheel on it. Awesome. So it does feel like you're trying to pull this juggernaut around. It's quite quite good. Awesome. But, uh, I love that game on the Dreamcast. The challenges were a lot of fun. Never played it on the Dreamcast. Need to get me some some more Dreamcast games actually. Now that my my I have my, my Dreamcast working again, had it fixed. So need to get me some some more games, some more classics. So yeah, one one down, four to go. Let's see, let's see if you can get it. Do they go up in, in difficulty as we go along? Or? Uh, it kind of depends on what I, on how I'm feeling at the moment. So if I'm feeling nice, I'll give you some easier ones if not so let's do another category so Sega characters Sega developing teams Mega Drive games or Saturn games let's go Mega Drive games Mega Drive games okay so a turn based tactical RPG this 16-bit classic has uh, has as protagonist a hero by the name of Max a turn based tactical RPG with a protagonist. Okay, RPGs are actually something that I don't like. <laughs> I, don't, I, I really don't have any interest in whatsoever. Um, yeah, so, okay, well, I, I know a couple of Sega ones, so. Think of a, a Sega yeah, I think like RPG. It would be like probably a. F- um, in, 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 you know, in fantasy star. Um. Uh, two or three, something like that, maybe on the Mega Drive. Um, yeah, who is uh, who is the lead uh, character in Fantasy Star Three? <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah, so Fantasy Star Three, two. Yeah, final answer or question or whatever. Let's go. Let's go three. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. No. The correct answer was what is Shining Force. Shining Force. Shining okay. Force. Another one, wasn't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That was a Saturn game as well, wasn't it? Uh, there are a few Shining Force games, and uh, they're still releasing some in in Japan. Right. But uh, yeah, not here. Yeah, I've been a fan. I think because I'm a more of a quick play type of person, quick blast, you know, five minutes game over, that kind of game. Mm-hmm. I can't. I haven't got the the uh, concentration levels or time to to play something like that unfortunately so yeah, yeah it's one of my weaknesses uh, <laughs> <everybody>. <laughs> okay so let's go with RPGs from now on 
no, but I, I can understand what you're saying. I, I didn't enjoy RPGs until a couple of years ago, actually. Yeah. The first Sega RPG that I really enjoyed was Valkyria Chronicles. Right, which, okay. I did have an album for that. Actually. Which is really, really nice because it's not, I, I'm not that good on, on uh, strategy and uh, turn-based RPGs, you know. You have to yeah. wait and give an instruction to each of your party members and such. And I, I think I think I'm not that great on on those games. But uh, Valkyrie Chronicles has a different kind of playstyle. So it's a strategy uh, RPG, but it's also action based. You can move your characters around and do stuff. So it's really nice. And uh, it's been a uh, sequel has been announced and a remake of the original as well for the PlayStation 4. So PlayStation 4, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Xbox yeah, I, like the, I do like the art style. It's kind of army manga. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good actually. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So let's do another one. So uh, Sega characters, uh, developing teams, Saturn games, yeah. or Dreamcast games? Oh, let's go Dreamcast. Okay, so I, I every week I do this one. Let's see if you, if for the first time you get it right. Okay. A port of an arcade classic. This sports game released for the Dreamcast in 2000. Let's you play as Yevgeny Kofelnikov and Karuz Moya, among others. <laughs> Unlockable characters include King and Master. Hmm. Alright. First in instinct, I'm thinking Sports Jam. Um, I think that was the Sega Dreamcast game. So, I'm going to read this again. A port of an arcade classic. This mm. sports game, released for the Dreamcast in 2000, lets mm. you play as Yevgeny Kofilnikov and Carlos Moya, among others. Unlockable characters included King and Master. Ah, oh, okay. Easy. Yeah, easy. Sorry. Virtual Tennis. So the uh, yeah, the, are you sure? Uh, in the game of uh, King, yeah, King, I played the hell out of virtual tennis, and I'm pretty sh- sure, pretty sure King was kind of one of the last guys. Somebody had a dodgy moustache. <laughs> so are you yeah, sure? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I feel quite sure. And you're correct. That's mm, that's correct yeah. answer. So for the first time, someone got this right. <laughs> I always do this question because uh, people don't know apparently yeah, don't know about odd, I had it on the um, I had it on the Xbox as well Virtua a newer Virtua Tennis and uh, yeah you play I think you play him again on that and uh, he took a fair while to beat <laughs> yeah broke, broke a few ads trying to beat him I think nearly <laughs> Uh, um, I think Master was the first one you unlocked, and then you had King, and you had Queen as well. Right, or was that on like, Virtual yeah, Tennis too? Old school style, weren't they? Yeah, they were dressed like uh, I don't know British people yeah. in the country club or something. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny, quite entertaining. Yeah, but they they were tough to beat. Yeah, they were the hardest Crazy. characters on the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so next one. Um, so Sega characters, Sega developing teams, Master System games, Sega music. Mm-hmm. 
let's go um, let's go let's go developers that's a tough one so I'm not a big a big follower of the developers as such but let's let's try it okay so let's see let's go with this one uh, this division of Sega was built mostly upon the remains of AM3 and founded in 2000 the team was responsible for games such as Virtua Tennis, Sega Gaga, and Crazy Taxi 2. Ah, okay, so Sega Hitmaker were uh, responsible for which games? Are you sure? Huh? Is that your final answer or question? Hmm. <laughs> What's jumped straight into my mind? I'm just trying to think. Of, I'm a big fan of Crazy Taxi. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just asking. No, you. no, that's right. Yeah, I've got a feeling Hitmaker had the Japanese Dreamcast, and Crazy Taxi was what, a seventy pound. I think I paid for that <laughs> on the Japanese Dreamcast, imported straight from Japan, pretty much the week it came out. So I loved it in the arcades, and uh, yeah, look, I'm going to go Hitmaker. Pretty sure Hitmaker was. Uh, so that's correct amazing amazing yeah. this man knows it all almost <laughs> all almost. apart from RPGs RPGs <laughs> awesome so yeah one more um, Saturn games uh, Sega characters Dreamcast games no Dreamcast games we already did uh, Master System games Sega music Let's go. Let's go. Saturn games. I had a Japanese, a white Japanese Saturn, and okay. uh, fair, fair few games on that one. So I'm not going to go with the, the RPG question. I'm going to go with this one. <laughs> All right, let's go. For in it. this game, this is not an RPG question. So in this game, you play as an insect trying to make it big in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> it's not an RPG, so. Mm. It should be easy. There's only one game that I could think of. Um, and I definitely never had it. <laughs> Which is? The Sega Saturn. My first thinking is something called Bug. I don't know why, but um, I, I can't think of any any insect game that was out on the Saturn. Apart from maybe that. I've got a feeling there was a game called Bug, maybe, with a green insect type thing but I would have no idea what the game was about I remember that one you remember it as well eh? yeah so is, is that your final answer yeah that'll be my final answer I think it's probably something far more common than that that, I, that I've just mis, misthought alright let's go for it that is actually the correct answer <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah <laughs> what is bug <laughs> I don't know if that ever came out in Japan, so I think it was made probably... Uh, I don't think so. It was made by yeah. American, uh, an American developer, so I'm yeah. not sure it was released <laughs> over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that really dug up some deep memory, that. <laughs> yeah. There was Bug 2 as well, by the way. A sequel. Oh, right. Yeah, there was a sequel. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So you, you only need one more to, to beat this challenge. So okay. uh, you have... I'm going to tell you all the categories that you have. Post Dreamcast Sega games, Sega Music, Master System games, and Sega characters. Okay, so what was the other one? Post Dreamcast? Post Dreamcast Sega games. Alright, let's go for that one. Okay. Yeah. A 2D arcade fighting game. 
This game was also ported for the PS3 and PS Vita. Its Western release happened in 2015. Not an easy one. Alright. Or maybe so, it is. I'm not a massive 2D fighting fan, to be fair. I like, I like, I don't mind, I still like the original Virtual Fire and some of the Virtual Fire uh, games. Never had a PS Vita. I did have a PS3, but uh, that's that's long gone. Um, yeah, P- Persona is the one game that I'm thinking of, um, which I think is a Sega game that I've not really ever had a lot of interest in. But I, I have a feeling that that's come out across those platforms recently. Persona, is it Persona Four? Maybe. All right, that's what my answer. That's what my answer is. Okay. Uh, it's not. It's not correct. It's not correct. Uh, Persona 4 is not an arcade game. It's actually more of a, an RPG. They have ar- they have not arcade, not arcade, not fighting game. So that's what I meant. Not a fighting game. It's an RPG. They have a spin-off called um, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, which was a um, fighting game. But uh, that's not the game I was thinking of. Shall I have, shall I have one more guess to try and save myself? If you want to. <laughs> um, so it's come out of the Vita. Oh, no. Oh, fight, uh, fighting Climax. That's the game, isn't it? That's exactly correct. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Dengeki Bunku Fighting Climax. Like yeah, that's yeah. Right. But I, I don't think we can count this one, so we, we have to go with another one. We have to <laughs> ask you another question. Oh, so. right, okay. And this time I'm gonna pick the category. Final question. The singer and composer, or this singer and composer, is known for working on games like Shenmue, Virtual Fighter, and Outrun. He also sings Game Over, yeah! On Sega Rally. Uh, that's, believe it or not, that's 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 tough for me because uh, yeah, I don't know that many people who who are the composers or, or things like that actually. Classic, well, classic. Yeah, I'm gonna um, give you an extra clue. Hero is one of the names that I know. Okay, before before you before you give me an answer, I'm gonna give you an extra clue. Uh, he also sings. In Daytona, USA. Mm. Question is, what's what's the name, right? Mm, that's that's, right, the, hard, yeah, that's no, the hardest you know, part. You've, you've got me because <laughs> I really don't know the names of these people. I, I've, I've followed Hero and, um, and like uh, Yuzo Koshiro is somebody that I know mm-hmm. from his music. But uh, yeah, the rest almost the rest there, of, but not quite. Yeah. Um, hmm, no, I can't, no, couldn't, couldn't give you actually. Okay, so the correct answer was, who is Takenobu Mitsuyoshi? <laughs> okay, okay. alright, wow. So, I'm going to have to read up on my uh, musical. You know, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi, classic, classic, yeah. we're, we're big fans over on, on Radio Sega. Mm. So, one more, hey. this is a Master System game. A game developed by Probe Software, part oh, of 
that's, that's an, can I interrupt you there? That's, yeah. That's an I applied for a job at Probe Software. Oh. In the UK, they they were based in Cheltenham, I think, back in the eighties, and it's one of the one of the companies I applied for a job for, uh, with no qualifications whatsoever. I sent, <laughs> I sent in a floppy disk with some pictures that I'd done on Deluxe Paint on the Amiga, hoping to get a job with Probe Software. Mm. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right. Okay, okay so maybe you know this one. So this. A game developed by Probe Software, part of the Outrun series, uh, in which you could yeah. use a variety of vehicles, including bikes and jet skis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I never had that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I know what it is, but because uh, it's probably the one Outrun game I never had, so I imagine it was Outrun U- uh, Europa. I would imagine. Oh. And that is correct. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> so, was Outrun Europa a, a part of, of the reason you applied for a job at, at Pro? You know what? Maybe it was. I don't know. I can't recall now what games Pro did. But, um, yeah, I saw they were advertising for somebody uh, in, in art at the time. And that was what I was interested in. I just left school. And I, and I still remember now because I had my Amiga and I was playing Afterburner on the Amiga. And, and I did some drawings and stuff on the deluxe paint on the Amiga and put them on a little disc and sent it to Probe and, and unfortunately got a letter back saying at this point in time uh, thank you for your interest but uh, yeah no thank you <laughs> <laughs> at least they, they wrote back that's not that, that was the not one bad. time that, um, that I tried to get into the game industry but what <laughs> I one of my friends actually from school was was a lot better at art than me, and he, him and his brother both worked for Rare in in Twycross, which is obviously a, a big no-no for Sega fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but but it's okay, yeah. it's okay. But yeah, but uh, yeah, they got a job there. So anyway, I moved on and uh, realised it wasn't for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, I think at one time everyone, every single one of us, thought they would, yeah. they could make it big in the the gaming industry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then I got then I got a job at the brewery or somewhere like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it helps. You can. Yeah. You make the beer that uh, people drink yeah. when playing video games. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of people who thank me for that. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Probably more than uh, if you played or if you worked on a video or the video game industry because you know beer I think still surpasses video games. <laughs> probably so. Probably, probably. <laughs> so congratulations, you okay. get All the right. Sega Lounge seal of approval. <laughs> uh, our imaginary prize for people who are um, who take part in the Sega Lounge challenge. So, yeah, I hope I didn't disappoint too much. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you got the, the the hardest one, so so yeah. Uh, kudos for you. Um, so yeah, uh, that was the, the Sega Lounge challenge. Thank you for taking part. Um, we're, we're almost uh, getting closer to, to the end of the show, so so not many uh, subjects to to discuss. But um, by the way, how can people find you? On the on uh, so yeah, on so social I'm on media, few, yeah, I'm on a so- few social medias. Um, um, I've got different handles for a few different things, but um, Instagram, I put quite a lot of Sega stuff up on there. 
if anybody's interested in Instagram I'm uh, at run underscore 86 on uh, Instagram so that's got a lot of my Sega stuff and uh, artwork that I've been been, been doing um, recently on there video game artwork um, yeah Twitter on Twitter as well so probably a different different handle for Twitter so Twitter is uh, Sean so S-E-A-N underscore T-A-G-G yeah on the, on Twitter which, uh, which is something I follow with a lot of Japanese uh, a lot of Japanese people on Twitter so uh, follow quite a few things on there uh, yeah and then obviously through the Outrun blog Outrun 86 uh, blog so if you just search for that you might get a, a slow uh, update on uh, on an Australian edition <laughs> Outrun cabinet <laughs> yeah, yeah so Outrun uh, 86.wordpress.com yeah. Um, or if you're too lazy you can also go to radiosega.net and click the link that we have on the Friends of Radio Sega box on the right or if you're listening to the podcast as per usual links will be in the description so be sure to check out um, Sean's blog which is quite entertaining and informative you know hashtag education. <laughs> as per usual thank you we love ourselves some SEG education and you provide it so awesome uh, before we, we go uh, mm. you've mentioned when we, we did that last interview three years ago I asked mm. you um, if you had the chance to get a sequel to one of Yu Suzuki's masterpieces mm. would you choose Shenmue 3 or Outrun 3 and you said I think I'd better say Shenmue 3 or I'll get get hate mail <laughs> uh, obviously, because you know, Shenmue fans are really passionate about the the whole series. Uh, now that we've been um, graced with the announcement of uh, a sequel to Shenmue, um, do you think we should should start a, a campaign to hashtag Save Outrun Three? I think so. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good plan for sure it gives me something more to write about on my blog as well <laughs> yeah so we, we need to get pretty much get all the Outrun fans together and that. do that <laughs> yeah definitely yeah, yeah um, so. but I don't know maybe Sumo Digital will be would be interested in, in doing another sequel to Outrun they they did good mm. with the, the last one so yeah maybe. somebody at Sumo Digital that I was talking to actually on Facebook um, he gives some indication that there was going to be some classic games being made by uh, them for Sega but he wouldn't tell me any more than that uh, so yeah I never know, this is quite a while ago now yeah I, I actually I talked to Steve Lysett was uh, yeah, Steve Heard as well, I think it is. Yeah, I, I talked to Steve Lysett from from Sumo Digital. He was the man uh, in charge of the the Outrun ports and uh, actually the All Stars Racing games um, yes. as well. And uh, he told me, uh, he also told me that that they were going to um, they were going to be working on something for Sega. But uh, it's hmm. been a while, and uh, you know. This was actually uh, off the record, but it's been quite a while, so I don't think he'd, he'd mind if I shared <laughs> same, this. Same, yeah, same here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where that's gone, unfortunately. Maybe it's yeah. uh, 
maybe it's no longer in, happening. But um, I know Sumo Digital was were working on uh, a Little Big Planet three, so but uh, I'm okay. not sure if they have uh, several teams working on different projects at mm. the same time. Not sure. Yeah, but yeah. yes, maybe maybe one day we'll get Outrun three. Mm. A new yeah. a new All Stars Racing wouldn't be bad either. Not oh, sure. Did you did you get very far on All Stars two uh, or remix? Uh, yeah, the it called transform, transform. Yeah, I actually completed the the campaign mode in one of. I, I have several versions of that game. I yeah. have the the yeah. Wii U one, the Vita, the and the PlayStation three, I think. Right, or the okay. Xbox 360. I completed the campaign in one of those. <laughs> right, okay, wow. But, uh, uh, I don't think, I think I got so close, but there was... I never got the... I never got the last couple of characters, which always always gutted me a little bit. The VMU, so, the VMU. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that. Controller didn't get the the, the yeah. um, Daytona car, wasn't it? Was it the Daytona car? I honestly can't remember the Hornets. Uh, was there the yeah. Hornet in there? I can't remember. Can't, can't I need remember. to pick pick it up again. Mm, it's, that was a great game. It's a great I was really game. Happy when I got the um, when I think I got unlocked the Golden Axe stage oh, and yeah. um, the Shinobi guy and stuff like that. That was that was pretty cool. And the the Space Harrier uh, one as well. Yeah, I loved having seen all the little arcade machines. Oh, and, and by the way, uh, the PC version I think got Ryo Hazuki uh, on um, on a, uh, an outrun cabinet. Outrun cabinet, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's right. I actually got that up on my phone. On the oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. They take it off you. They give it you for a little while, and unless you do the challenges and keep doing them, you, you, they take it back off you. So I was a little bit disappointed when I'd actually unlocked it, and then two weeks later it it, it got locked again. I was <laughs> yeah, you needed to play every day or something. I think. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, none of us do that because <laughs> we have lives. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well then. Uh, so, Sean, thank you so much for, for being here with us, for coming on the, the Sega Lounge. It's been fun. Yep. Always a uh, pleasure uh, to catch up with you. And uh, whenever you have news on that arcade cabinet, let us know. Because, yeah, you know, uh, thanks very much, Casey. Thanks we'll be very on. interested in knowing how that goes. And the listeners enjoy the show so. and the music as well that we've picked. Oh, and that that's also Especially something to thank for. Thank you for the, the the music picks because they were awesome. So, so yeah, mm, that space area one I only found today, so that was that was quite a surprise. I really like that, and hopefully, uh, hopefully sharing that with everybody, somebody you know, who was all like, yeah. yeah. As well, and so. uh, I, I'm gonna share the the link to the video uh, in the description, the podcast description, because it's amazing. The guy playing the drums and it's yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we'll we'll just take a quick music break um, and play another one of Sean's requests, the cruising line from 3D Outrun. Uh, by the way, before we go, forgot to uh, ask you, how did you find this new version of this new port of Outrun? That was going to be one of my first questions. I completely forgot. Mm, okay, yeah, I, I actually, uh, I, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Um, I like the cabinet, the fact that you could um, get the shake on the cabinet and hear the cabinet noises on some of the different options and things like that. The new music was great. I, I like the 3D part of it. That was that was excellent. 
Um, mm-hmm. Shame that the car got changed. For, yeah. To not having the Ferrari license. I, I don't know why they changed Because even changing it, it still does look like a Ferrari. So <laughs> some way or another. So I don't know. I don't know if they needed to do that for them to play it safe. They perhaps did. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's, uh, it's very good, actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, all the all the 3D classics are are really nice, nicely done. Yeah, I really enjoy those. M2 are, are kings of, of porting. <laughs> they are, is, they are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, just one other thing: is any I don't know if you've heard. Have you heard of Chris White's uh, Outrun Cannonball project? Not sure if I did. Actually, he basically. Um, Uh, broke the whole outrun code and and um, and rewrote it from scratch to to in- include a few improvements uh, to it that Ooh. were that were not there in the original. He found even found some code and some sprites that were never used in the game and, and things like that. He's, he's you know he spent years working on this. And, uh, I think I, I think I, I saw that on your blog. Am I right? Yeah. That's an amazing uh, thing that he did with that, and, and uh, you can actually burn them onto chips and have them put into your your machine, and mm-hmm. saves the high scores, and you can play the um, updated, enhanced version, and things like that. So it's really cool what he did with that. So very nice. impressive. I remember seeing the um, the unused sprites uh, in your blog, I think, mm-hmm. a while back. Yeah. I think you posted that. And I think, yeah, I think there's a couple of motorbikes or things like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. In there and, and <laughs> sound effects and things like that. Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty cool what he did. And he actually we um, made a track editor as well, so you could use all of the sprites in the game and actually create your own album tracks, change the graphics. It was pretty much yeah, you could make that 80s game unlimited with it. It was very cool what he did with it. Awesome. So if yeah, if anybody's interested in tinkering with a PC, uh, try you know, it's freeware. Download it and have a play around with it. It's, it's very cool. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah. So maybe we'll get Chris on the show at some yeah. point <laughs> to talk about that. That's a nice idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Thanks for sharing as well. Okay, uh, so. Uh, thanks for coming on the show we'll just take a quick break, break but uh, we'll say goodbye to Sean now we'll just come back and say goodbye and talk about some Radio Sega stuff Sean thank you so much for uh, being with us this, this evening uh, all the best for your Outrun blog and uh, maybe we'll, you can be back with us in the future on the Sega Lounge uh, we'll leave you with Cruising Line we'll be right back Thank
That was definitely amazing. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. That was Cruising Line from 3D Outrun as um, requested by uh, Sean Tag, this week's guest on the show. Uh, and we're almost done. I'm just back to let you know what's happening on Radio Sega these days. So 
Uh, don't forget, we have lots of great Radio Sega Live shows. If you want to check the full programming schedule, uh, just go to radiose.ga forward slash shows. radiose.ga forward slash shows. And um, you'll get uh, the full schedule of shows. Coming up next, in a couple of hours, we have RSN Live at midnight Western Europe time. Uh, so be sure to check it out there's Sega Mix Drive tomorrow uh, there's at 9pm Western Europe there's Saturday Night Sega hopefully this Saturday at 10pm and the voice of Sega at uh, actually 12.30am uh, on, on Saturday as well and uh, next up is actually myself with the Manic Monday show Monday at 8pm Western Europe time all the other shows all info on the shows you can grab from radiosega.net or radiose.ga forward slash shows is a direct link to our show's schedule um, we're gonna have some awesome news coming soon to Radio Sega so stay tuned for that we're, we'll have an announcement coming very very soon in the next couple of weeks something uh, really nice is happening so uh, stay tuned to that um, next week we were going to have uh, an industry guest we, we, we were scheduled to have David Perry with us on the show uh, if you don't know David Perry are, are you like five because you know David Perry was the man behind uh, classics like Earthworm Jim, uh, Aladdin on the Mega Drive or Genesis and, and much much more uh, but um, although we had everything set uh, for next week he works for Sony now and uh, apparently they don't approve of uh, live interviews um, or not many of them are approved so since we're a Sega related site it didn't feel right, apparently, to, to them. But maybe, and hopefully in the future, we'll have David Perry on on Radio Sega. Uh, he's he's a, a, a legend, an industry legend, and uh, we'll, be, we'll hopefully have him sometime soon on uh, the Sega Lounge. That being said, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for listening to this pre-recorded edition of the Sega Lounge. Uh, we'll try and get someone else to fill in for David next week uh, so check us out Thursday 8pm Western Europe time uh, 3pm uh, Eastern 12pm Pacific 9pm Central Europe so uh, whatever is the, the time zone you're at don't forget to check us out or check out the podcast and if you check out our podcasts don't forget if you do it via iTunes don't forget to rate uh, our uh, podcast and give us a good review if possible um, because you know that helps us out that helps us out and um, we actually don't mention this that often but it's it's appreciated that you write us a review on iTunes so guys uh, this has been the Sega Lounge I've been KC we've been talking with Sean Tag this week uh, don't forget to check out his blog Outrun86 um, and uh, you can find the link in the podcast description or on RadioSega.net in the Friends of Radio Sega box I leave you with a tune the only possible track we could play to end this show on it's the live version of Last Wave 
by the SST band and it's amazing enjoy we'll see you all next week bye bye for listening to the sega lounge the show will be available in podcast form shortly download it from radiosega.net the itunes store or stream it on stitcher join us again next week for another episode of the sega lounge only on radio sega
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.